couple minutes. Romans chapter 4, verse 13. And Paul writing here, he says, For the promise. <laughs> we just heard tongues and interpretation about the promise of the Lord. For the promise that he should be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. For if they which are of the law be heirs, faith is made void, and the promise made of none effect. Because the law worketh wrath, for where no law is, there is no transgression. Therefore it is of faith that it might be by grace. To the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed. Not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. For as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him whom he believed, he believed. Even God, who quickeneth the dead, and calleth those things which be not as though they were. Who against hope believed in hope. He believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken, so thy seed be. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. But he was strong in faith, giving glory to God and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, what God had promised, he was able also to perform. Therefore, it was imputed to him for righteousness. Now it was not written for us, for his sake alone, that it was imputed to him, but for us also, to whom it shall be imputed. If, if we believe on Him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead, who was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. If you need a title to wrap around this morning, I'll just share this thought. Faith for the promise. Having faith for the promise. Amen. God, one more time, I pray you would speak to us in this place. Thankful for your words forever settled. God, I pray in Jesus' name that you would stir up within us, God faith for the promise for the promises of God and I pray everyone this morning would realize that the promises are yea and amen and every promise that you have for them here in this house this morning you are able to perform it in Jesus name let the church say amen amen you may be seated this morning faith for the promise 
don't have time to get into the deep word study of promise and go into the Old Testament, the New Testament. Two different words, one in the Hebrew, one in the Greek. One in the Greek is epigalia. It literally means an, it's an announcement, it's a pledge, it's a divine assurance of God. His promises are divine assurances, and God is always a God of His word. God is not a God that can lie. It was already said this morning, His promises are yea and amen. Praise the Lord. His promises are yea and amen. Sometimes to understand a word, we can look at a synonym or what the word, what it means or look at words that are similar. But I, I want to maybe take a little opposite uh, way to define the word and I want to look at what the opposite of, of promise is. I, I was doing a word study yesterday on the word promise, and, and the antonym of promise are, is, is, is this. It is non-engagement, non-participation, non-involvement. My mind went back to the ten spies the 12 that went in, but the 10 that came out of the promised land. And they said, we were not able to go in to the promised land. You see, God had already promised them the promised land. He had already said, and said, this promise is for you. But the problem was this. There were 10 spies that came back that did not have faith for the promise. Something stirred in my spirit yesterday afternoon. I thought God was dealing with me, and I believe He was dealing with me, but I, I, maybe God is trying to deal with somebody in this house this morning. You need to have faith for the promises of God in your life. you got to have faith for the promise for yourself. i got to have faith that the promises of God are for me. That God wants to participate in my life. That God wants to engage in my life. That He wants involvement in my life. You see, they did not, the spies did not have faith to go into the promised land. And so they did not get to participate. They, they did not get to involve themselves in the taking of the promised land. They, they did not get to engage, but yet they died in the wilderness. Because they did not have faith in the promises of God. His promises are yea and amen, but your faith is not. Oh, hallelujah this morning. We just heard a word this morning, tongues and interpretation. The promises of God, they are yea and amen. God has given some of you in this house, given all of us certain promises, but He's promised some of you some specific things. And I just want to encourage somebody, don't give up in the promises of God in your life. God gave you a promise so that He could be engaged in your life, so that He could participate and be involved in your walk with Him. Praise God. Don't, don't give up on the, the promises of God. Eyes did not have faith, but the, the two that came back, Joshua and Caleb, said, We are well able. We have faith for the promise of God. God has promised this church some things. I'm just going to tell you, like I feel it this morning, we are well able to reach the lost. 
with the help of God, we are well able to live an overcoming, abundant life in Christ. Praise God. I just have faith for the promise this morning. And I'm going to praise and I'm going to worship the Lord for the promise. What's, what's heaven going to be like? It's going to be, we call this the heavenly promise. It's the promised land, the spiritual promised land. You know what heaven, will make heaven so great? Jesus is there. <laughs> I'm going to be there. And I hope y'all are there. That's where we're going to be involved with Him for eternity. You know what makes hell, hell? It's that God will not be involved there. There will be an absence of God's involvement in hell. There will be an absence of His love and joy and peace in hell. There will be a vacuum Of his power and of his love and his mercy and his grace. But heaven is going to be the opposite. <laughs> because it's going to be where God is engaged and involved with his, his saints forevermore. Praise God. I'm looking forward to the promise of God. Yes. Hallelujah. And I feel this morning there might be one or two or three or four in this place. Maybe you're struggling with the promises of God. Maybe, maybe you're struggling. They say, hey, I don't, can I really truly live an overcoming abundant life? Can, can God really use me? Well, the Bible says that, that He can. And there's all kinds of scripture. I don't have time to get into it all this morning. But God has a purpose and a plan for your life. But it's going to come down to this. It's not that His promise isn't for you. It's not that He hasn't promised you the gift of the Holy Ghost. But it's that will you have faith for the promise? Will you have faith to receive the promises of God in your life? Psalms 77, the psalmist said, I call to remembrance my song in the night. I commune with mine own heart and my spirit made diligent search. And he asks the question, will the Lord cast off forever? And will he be favorable no more? Is his mercy clean gone forever? Doth his promise fail forevermore? No, I don't think so. Just because I failed does not make his promises fail. Oh, man. Just because I made a mistake does not mean the promises of God are not for me. Just because I haven't lived a perfect life does not, does not mean that the promises of God are not applicable to me. Right, does not mean that I can't attain the promises that God has for me. Right. You look through the entire Word of God and you'll find God making promises to people, men and women. And many of those failed miserably. Many of them made Terrible decisions and made mistakes and yet they continued and as long as they had faith in the promise. Abraham tried to pass his wife as a sister and Abraham was not perfect and yet he staggered not at the promises of God. He had faith in the promise. He had faith in the God that gave him the promise. 2 Corinthians 1, for all the promises of God. In Him, or yea, and in Him, amen, unto the glory of God by us.
book of Luke, Luke wrote, great physician, Dr. Luke wrote his, his gospel of Luke and then continued writing into the book of Acts. And he summed up Luke in Luke 24, just before the ascension of Jesus, before Jesus ascended up into glory. He said, Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. And then he picks it up in Acts chapter 1, which Luke also wrote the book of Acts. And he said, And being assembled together with them, he commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, You have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. But you shall receive power. After that, verse 8, after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. He said, you just go, Jesus told him, you just go tarry. In Jerusalem. And on the day of Pentecost, when they were in one mind and one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. Cloven tongues set upon each of them. Peter says, This is that that was spoken by the prophet Joel, that in the last days, saith the Lord, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Peter was saying, This is a promise that we've been waiting for. This is the promise that Luke's been writing about. That This is the promise that Jesus talked about. He said, you just go tarry and wait. And we have, they, the reason they were there was because those people in the upper room had faith for the promise. I wonder how many heard Jesus say that at the mount that weren't there. They didn't, maybe they didn't have faith for the promise. But, but the, the promises were received by those that had faith to receive the promise. How can God save my soul? Yes, he can. Will you have faith that he can save you? Can I receive the Holy Ghost like they got the Holy Ghost? If you believe, Paul said, if you believe, you can receive. The question is today, do you have faith in the promises of God? God has already spoken to us and said, I have given you some promises. Will you keep the faith? Will you be like Abraham and stagger not at the promises of God? If God promised me the Holy Ghost, I'm going to receive the Holy Ghost. If God promised that He'll never leave me, He'll never say He's going. He'll never leave me, He'll never forsake me. If God promised that He'd help me be an overcoming life, He will help me live an overcoming life. And then a few verses later, Peter stands up and he preaches in our favorite scripture, one of our favorite, our Pentecostal sugar stick. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins, and you shall, that's a promise, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And then what did he say? For this promise is unto you and to your children, and to all those that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Amen. There is the promise. That is a promise from God. God has promised to fill us with His presence, with the gift of the Holy Ghost. He's promised to forgive. 
He's promised to wash us and cleanse us. He's, he's promised to, to fill us with His power, with His Spirit, with the Holy Ghost. I think sometimes the reason people don't receive the promise is because they don't have faith to receive the promise. Paul said in the text, he said, Being fully persuaded. Being fully persuaded. Abraham staggered not because he was fully persuaded. I am persuaded that if you need something from God, if you need, I don't want to overpromise and underdeliver this morning. <laughs> that was a good lesson this morning. But I do believe. I know a man. <laughs> I, I may not be able to answer every question, but I know someone that can satisfy your soul this morning. I, I, I can't answer everything. I don't understand it all. But I know one that does. I know someone that can help you with your situation. Amen. I, I've got a promise from him that he'll take care of his own. But will you believe? That you might receive. I don't know that I've ever seen anyone receive the Holy Ghost. That did not believe that it was for them. I don't think I've ever seen someone receive. I, 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 can't, I don't recall ever someone receiving the Holy Ghost. That did not believe that it was for them. I've seen people come and they don't understand it all. They don't understand. But they come up to the altar. And somebody said, hey, do you, want, do you need the Holy Ghost? Do you want the Holy Ghost? They talk to them. Maybe they pray the prayer of repentance with them. And I agree we shouldn't bypass all that. Repentance is very important. Hello? Repent, and it's re continual repentance is continuing to be important. I've seen people who received the Holy Ghost didn't understand it all. But they came in. They had, but what they did have was faith to receive. I, I want to receive that. Begin to praise and worship God. And I've seen people that didn't receive the Holy Ghost because they, they didn't believe that they could receive it. They weren't persuaded. Paul said in being fully persuaded that what he had promised he was able to perform. Do you believe that God will perform the promises in your life that He has promised you. I, I, there's always a, but I did this and I've done this and I haven't lived for God. I haven't. That's not the point. The point is do you have faith to receive? And if you have faith to receive, promises. His promises are yea and amen. For us also, Paul said, to whom it shall be imputed, if we believe on him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead. If you believe. Now there's a song that says, if you believe, you shall receive.
Joshua and Caleb, they believed they were We are well able to enter into the promised land. We are well able to go in. We can engage the promised land. God has promised us the promised land. We are well able to go in. And guess what? After 40 years, they were able to go in. But for the ten that said, we are not able. They didn't believe they could receive. You know what? They were right. As a man thinketh, so is he. As you believe, that's what you'll receive. If you believe you can receive, you're going to receive. If you believe you, if you don't think you can, you won't. Y'all are quiet this morning. I don't, I'm not missing it this morning. 1 Kings chapter 8. Blessed be the Lord that had given, hath given rest unto his people Israel according to all that he promised. There hath not failed one word of all his good promise which he had promised by the hand of Moses his servant. The writer here said, Blessed be the Lord. He's done everything he promised to do. There hath not failed one word. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. He'll never fail you. But will you believe that he'll never fail you? His power is for you. His strength is made perfect in our weakness. But do you believe that? We ask that rhetorically a lot of times. Do you believe that? Preachers be preaching. Hey, do you believe that? Yeah, I believe. But do you really believe it? Do you have faith for the promise? Paul preached in Antioch in Acts chapter 13. And I'm, I'm going to close with this. If Acts 13, 23, Of this man's seed hath God according to his promise Raised unto Israel a Savior, Jesus. He said, because someone had faith in the promise, they received. In Ephesians chapter 3, Paul went on to say that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. Folks, I am persuaded in the gospel. Of Jesus Christ. I'm persuaded. I believe. And finally in 1 John chapter 2. Verse 25. And this is the promise. That he hath promised us. Even. Eternal. Life. God has promised all of us eternal life. But the only ones that will actually see it come to fruition in, in their life, in eternity, in their soul, are those that believe they can receive eternal life. The only ones that will be participating in heaven are those that hold on to that believe in the promise. The only ones that will be engaging in walking on streets of gold are those that believe in the promise. Those that are persuaded, I am persuaded, neither depth nor height, nor principalities, 
Paul's saying, all these things, nothing, nothing, nothing shall separate me from the love of God. He was persuaded in the promise that God could keep him through, through every situation. And would eventually take him on to glory. Church, I have faith in the promise today. I have faith in eternity with Jesus Christ. I'm persuaded one of these days I'm going over yonder. I have, I have faith in the promise of the Holy Ghost. If you've not received the Holy Ghost, you can receive the Holy Ghost. Well, I've made mistakes. I've done this. Welcome to the club. Welcome to Team Humanity. I'm glad you're a human. We're talking about Brother Matt and Sister Jules. And It, once it goes out on social media, everybody's going to know. But she doubly blessed. She's going to have two. How about I just stop? They're talking, are they going to be, I'll just say this, is it going, are they going to be boys, girls, a boy and a girl, and everybody's trying to figure out, and, and they announce it, and I'm going to let them announce what it's going to be, so there you go, if you didn't know, you're going to have to ask. My answer was this, I believe they're going to be human. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so I guarantee what they are right now, what are they? They're human beings. <laughs> I'll just leave it there. All right, I'll just leave it there. Babe, come up and play something. And I really feel in my spirit this morning. God has promises for you. promise of the Holy Ghost is for every one of us. The Comforter, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, Spirit of God, however you want to describe Him. The promises of the Lord are yea and amen. His word's forever settled. It's, he doesn't change. It's, the promise is there. Did you know that the promised land was still there while those, all those spies and those that said they, 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 that we can't do it, they were wandering in the wilderness. They were going around and around and around and around. The promise was right there. But they did not have faith for the promise. You ready? The Holy Ghost is being, we, the Kranz mentioned the Holy Ghost is being poured out. Do we believe that? I believe that the Holy Ghost is being poured, but not everyone has faith to receive it. Do you have faith that, that the homeless can be, receive the Holy Ghost? Now we're talking. 
Do, do you have faith that your lost loved ones can receive the Holy Ghost? Do you believe that they can receive? I feel the Holy Ghost right now. The Holy Ghost is in this house this morning. But will you believe that you can receive? Oh, I believe they received a great touch. And oh, brother, they received something. And oh, God was moving on them. But what about me? Do you have faith for yourself? Yeah, Caleb and Joshua never lost the faith. And when the lack of faith died out, they went into the promised land because they never lost their faith. As we stand this morning, I just want to ask somebody in this house, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. I pray this morning that something that was said, whether God's speaking through tongues and interpretation, maybe through a verse, through a text, through something that was said or ministered unto you today. Do you have faith for the promise of God for your life? I pray that you have faith. to receive what God has for you. God has great things for His people. There is great promises for His people. You can talk about the gift of the Holy Ghost. It's a great promise. You can think about the peace that He gives that passeth understanding. Oh, what a promise. The joy of the Lord. What a promise. You think about heaven. Oh, what a promise. You think about how he lives with us, walks with us, guides us, directs us. He'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. Oh, these are great and precious promises. But do we have faith for the promise? Because if you don't have faith, you'll not see it come to fruition. But if you will have faith in the promises that God gave you, I'm not talking about the desires of my own heart. I know he'll talk about giving you the desires of things that I wish. I would like God to do things certain ways, but his ways are above my ways. His thoughts are above my thoughts. Brother Matt already talked about it. He thought, well, I want this job or I want this promotion. I want but God said, God sometimes says no. I'm still going to give him praise because I'm still trusting in the promises of God. He'll never leave me for, nor forsake me. Amen. I appreciate the benefits, but I need the promises. Amen. I hope this is making sense to y'all this morning. I just feel like someone came this morning, and I feel, that I feel like someone came with faith and said, Hey, I, I, I know there's a promise that God has for me. I'm going to step out this morning and I'm going to receive the promise that God has given me. It, it, you don't have to scream and yell and shout and holler and snot and everything else. You can just say, I believe God has a promise for me. I believe God has a blessing for me this morning. I'm going to step out in faith. I'm going to come up to the altar and I'm just going to begin to praise and worship God and begin to thank Him for the promises of God. God, you've 
the Holy Ghost. If you need the Holy Ghost or renewal in the Holy Ghost, I believe the Holy Ghost is for somebody that needs renewing in the Holy Ghost this morning. Amen. If you believe you can receive it, you don't have to come up. We don't have to let Brother Cranston. We don't have to grab you by the head and shake. Just lift up your hands. Just call in the name of the Lord and begin to praise and worship. And I just believe if you believe, you can receive. You need a touch in your soul this morning, a touch in your spirit, maybe in your family. Why don't you come to the altar this morning in faith? Say, I have faith for the promises of God. And here's, I have faith. Again, promise, one of the definitions of promise is participation, involvement, engaging. I believe God wants to be engaged in my life. I believe God wants to be involved in my life. I believe I have faith for the promise. I have faith. God, I'm coming to the altar. I'm going to lift up my hands and praise and worship you. And I'm asking you to... Be engaged and involved and participate in my life. Guide my steps. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. I come, I want you to order my steps. I want to walk in your statutes. All over this house, church, I invite everyone to come. And if you're not lifting up your hands, would you maybe find somebody else to pray for? Maybe stand around them, next to them, behind them. Just begin to pray the promises of God in their life. Encourage them. Lift them up this morning.